In today's show, we have news about Incredibles 2 crossing the $1 billion worldwide mark. The Edison tickets for Gatsby Night go on sale in this week's trivia, as well as so much more all in this week's Disney Parks Podcast. Welcome to the Disney Parks Podcast with your hosts, Tony Castlenova from DisneyByTheNumbers.com and Parkhopper John from WDWParkhoppers.com. Keep your hands, arms, feet, and legs inside the podcast at all times. And get ready for the Disney Parks Podcast. Today's podcast is sponsored by Dreams by Design Travel. Dreams by Design wants your vacation to be a happy adventure where families can have fun together. They believe that a magical vacation begins with careful planning, and that is exactly what you will receive with this authorized Disney vacation planner. Remember, services are free, and make sure to tell your travel planner that the Disney Parks Podcast sent you. So visit dreamsbydesigntravel.com today. We know that coming to Walt Disney World can be very overwhelming with all the fast passes, the dining reservations, even getting from attraction to attraction can be extremely overwhelming. But we've got a friend that can help you make your next trip to Walt Disney World even more magical. It's Ramon and Theme Park Concierges. You can visit themeparkconcierges.com or call them at 407-257-9973. Ramon and his amazing team of VIP concierges will take care of you from the moment you arrive at the park until the moment you go back to your resort. They can take care of you for a four-hour time slot or a full day. It all depends on what you need. They can take care of your dining reservations, your fast passes, and even make sure that you find even more magic hidden in the Disney parks. Well, contact our friends, themeparkconcierges.com, or call 407-257-9973 and tell them your friends over at the Disney Parks Podcast sent you. Well, hello, everybody. How you doing, pal? Good. Nice t-shirt you have there. This is, uh, if you're not a member, you can join the uh, Disney Parks t-shirt club. That's awesome. This is uh, this month's shirt, so if you ordered it, it's in the mail, as we'd like to say. If you don't, go to DisneyByTheNumbers.com and sign up for the t-shirt club, and you'll get the monthly announcement. Right. That's awesome. So, that's interesting. Let me see if I can do that there and match these two, because we're getting uh, we're getting extreme voice levels now. Like, I'm super loud, and you're uh, not, which is, which is wrong. It's wrong. So I'm turning you up, turning me down. We'll see. We'll see how that works hey, out. Hey, uh, I see there Jamie, Jamie, Corey, and Sam are out there in the chat room. Sweet. All right. Nice. Sorry. Sorry, 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 sorry. sorry. We might have to just pull these from there. Yeah. yeah. All right. Let me do this. That way it'll just stop screwing up. All right. So we'll pull these from the uh, pull these from the feed. Sorry, guys. Technical difficulties. All right. So... Uh, we have a lot going on, so we're going to try to, to kind of scoot through these two shows. But we did want to talk about this weekend. Uh, what did we do this weekend? It was awfully fun. Uh, I have a picture of what we did this weekend. All right. And it looked like that. 
So for those of you who are listening and not watching, right. uh, we went to... Goofy and Pal's Breakfast at Ravello at the Four Seasons. Uh, yeah, we had a great time. It was so... Dude. Best character experience ever. Ever. Totally agree with that. I now, tell people that. Just It's the second time I've done it. Nobody listens to me, but I'm going to keep saying it. Well, I mean, we had we had a lot of people uh, push back when we were like, no, this is the best one. I'm telling you, this is hands yeah. down the best one. And uh, not only was it the best one because it was overall it was the best, but we had super amazing characters. You know, Mickey and Minnie and Goofy were all in their A++ game. Oh, yeah. And uh, it was great. And uh, the food was super great. It was really, really good. It was Obviously. Ravello. I mean, yeah. come on. Uh, I did not try the omelet station. I did not have the guy make an omelet for me. Uh, but it was really, really good. The only other thing was I was told that there was a menu that we could order a la carte stuff off the menu. And I oh, never really? saw a menu. Oh, really? So that hmm. was the only downside. That was the only thing I was really. Hmm. That's the only thing. Next time we'll have to go and try that. We'll have to. But it was really, really yeah. good. And here's my tip. Don't go uh, early in the morning. Go yep. late. Go. I've been going at 10 o'clock. Yep. So that gives you, it, it ends at 12. So that gives you a, a one hour to kind of eat your meal. I mean, the characters are going to come over, but uh, you can really just concentrate on eating your meal. Then from 11 to 12, when everybody is starting to leave because it's ending, right? you still have characters. And they're... They did all kinds of fun stuff with there's, us. Yeah, there's not a lot of tables yeah. there, so they yeah. interact with what, with you really well. And we, more. Oh, yeah. We had... Uh, I mean, Minnie was sitting at our table. Yeah. We're going to do a video. Uh, we're going to do a video of what we did. Okay. <laughs> and uh, it was really... Yeah. It was really, really good. So we had we got Mickey in trouble accidentally because mm-hmm. uh, I had my wife with me, and he was putting the moves on her. Uh, by move, putting the moves on, he was kissing her hand. Yeah, and I was like, oh, he's putting the moves on my girl, and we just happened to tell Minnie about it. Minnie lost her mind. Yeah, it was awesome. And then Sarah, Sarah had her uh, <laughs> glasses on her forehead, just like Minnie had hers on. So yeah. they were matchy matchy. So it was, yeah. it was really, time. really a great experience. And the Ravello crew there as well were amazing yeah. as always. As always. And uh, it was really a good way to start the day. Even though it was a later breakfast, we mm-hmm. did uh, 10. Yeah. It's totally worth it. Best yeah. we talked about on the ride home. It's the best experience we've ever had. Yeah. It's a killer. So uh, other than that, anything else you do Disney this weekend? Uh, let me see. Oh, I did go to Olivia uh, with Robin Robin. Olivia's? I, yeah, I had to pick up shirts. Yep. And uh, we... All three of us were looking at the menu, you know, seeing what we were going to order. Mm-hmm. Well, when we got there, we were told we're not serving lunch. We're serving brunch. Oh. I said, well, you don't have a brunch menu online. Otherwise, I would have looked at the brunch menu. Right. And they said, are you sure? I said, I'm, I'm pretty sure. I saw breakfast. I saw lunch. I saw dinner. I didn't see a brunch. Right. So... So now I had to make up a whole new decision. <laughs> you know, I had I had everything pre-ordered in my head, but now I I had to deviate from that plan. I was looking for the shrimp poor boy. I love those. Right. And I got pancakes instead. Just like a poor boy. Exactly like a poor boy. <laughs> Minus so. the po and the boy. Right. <laughs> so. Well, that was awkward. 
It was a little weird. It was a little weird. Mm. But still had fun. Uh, yeah, so that's that's a dream. We didn't do anything outside of going to the breakfast on Saturday. We did not do anything mm. of any note. So. Oh, uh, I went to Terralina on Saturday night as well. Yeah, how was that? It was okay. Just okay? Just okay. Here's the thing. I'm going to give you my top three, four, five Italian places. Okay, take Ravello off the list. Ravello's number one. Of course. What a shock. What a king shock. Trattatore Al Forno is number two. Yeah. And then I would say Tutta Italia and Via Napoli all right behind that. I would probably agree with that. Uh, no good Italian at Disney Springs right now. Uh, the hideaway is good for appetizer. Yeah, yeah, for certain things. The appetizer with the meat and the cheese, that kind of stuff is good. Um, but uh, for dinner, I, I, it wasn't great. And Maria and Enzo's is not great. And Terralina, I ordered a calzone. You really can't mess up a calzone. It's just pizza dough with stuff in the middle, folded in mm-hmm. half. Mm-hmm. Well, they were able to not make that great. They braided the ends. Which I was like, what? There was chicken in it. And chicken doesn't taste good inside a calzone. It doesn't. Did you order it with chicken in it? It came with it. You know, I was like, well, maybe they're going to grill it and then put it in there. Oh, So really it's only going to be. No, it was kind of. It was really not good. Sometimes people are more. The bread is delicious. Oh, my God. Yeah. The. uh, Yeah. yeah. The bread is delicious. Um, So I may have to go back. You know, they're, they're probably working up. The we kinks. we had a good experience. Uh, I know our buddy Panda did not, mm-hmm. but it's all it's all relative, kids. Yeah. It's all relative. Yeah, sure. All right. So outside of that, since we're pressed for time, let's, let's go on. Let's go ahead and get into the hey, news. news. And now Disney Parks Podcast News. Uh, hey, Incredibles two has crossed the one billion dollar worldwide mark. And I have yet to see it. Oh, I know. Shit, On July 31st, Incredibles 2 became the seventh animated film to cross the $1 billion mark at the global box office. It's Disney's fifth animated and 18th ever billion dollar release and joins Black Panther and Avengers Infinity War as Disney's third to reach the $1 billion milestone just this year. The film earned $574 million domestically and $430.9 million internationally for a global total of $1.005 billion through July 30th. After setting a domestic box office record for the biggest animated debut ever with $182.7 million, Incredibles 2 became the first animated film to ever surpass the $500 million mark in North America and now stands as the ninth biggest overall release in U.S. history. With Toy Story 3, Finding Nemo, and Incredibles 2, Pixar is the first and only animated studio to have released $3 billion films. Incredibles 2 continues to uh, be rolling out globally this week, including Japan, uh, Spain, and followed up by Italy and Germany later on in September. Amazeballs, man. Yeah, that's crazy. I got to go see that movie. I I can't believe I haven't seen the movie yet. I pre-ordered the digital download already. Yeah? Yeah. That's my new thing. I'm, I'm downloading movies. Digitally downloading them? Digitally downloading. Sweet. Because it's keeping, you know. You've got a crap ton over a there, buddy. Pile. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. it's profound. I love to digitize them. But anyway, 
All right, so, hey, the Edison is having an event. We may want to think about this. Uh, yeah, as long as I don't have to dress up. I don't think so. Uh, tickets are now set on na- sale on now. Sale, sale on now. now <laughs> Try that sale. one more in English, please. <laughs> tickets on sale now <laughs> for a Gatsby evening at the Edison. You guys think it's so easy? <laughs> you do your own podcast. <laughs> uh, Disney Springs is inviting guests to have a roaring good time at the Edison's lavish a Gatsby affair. Mm. And here are the deets. Uh, celebrate Labor Day by getting all done up in your flapper attire. Out. <laughs> Jazzed up in your 1920s style zoot suit. Double out. And dance the nice away. Out, out, out. <laughs> From the moment you step on the red carpet and enter the opulent party setting, be prepared to be entertained. From... Flair tenders. Flair tenders. Oh, very nice. Serving Ric Flair. Woo! <laughs> Serving swanky spirits, flying aerial champagne performers, flapper dancers, cigar rollers, a live band, still walkers, and more. You'll be dazzled by the end. You'll be be bedazzled or you're bedazzled? You might be bedazzled. You might be bedazzled. Uh, samples will be provided by Moet Champagne uh, throughout the evening. Mm. Pinky's up. And guests can enjoy the Edison full food and beverage menu for purchase. Uh, duh. Uh, this will be Sunday, September 2nd. Doors open at 7.30 p.m. And tickets are 75 bucks. And I should mention, that doesn't include the food and drink. Of course not. But you get samples of Moet champagne. Yeah. Uh, per person, plus tax and gratuity. And... Uh, you can go and get tickets by going to https colon forward slash forward slash store dot panta goofball panta group no, nobody <laughs> speaks like that panta group dot com patina group patina group I can't even think and uh, forward slash store so. For those of you who speak internet, as opposed to my <laughs> dorky friend across the way over there, it's store dot, hang on. Pantina uh, group. Pantina group dot, dot com, com. Forward slash store. Forward slash, no. Yeah. Seriously? Yeah. It's store slash Pantina group slash. Dot com. Forward slash. Store. Store. Yeah. It's got store in the URL yeah. twice. Yeah. What kind of crackheads making this up? I don't know. That's Somebody that liked the word store. <laughs> they must have got charged by the store. Yeah. They got. Paid by the store board. Okay, hey, last week we had a trivia question. In what year did Disneyland officially retire ticket books from use? And the correct answer was? Uh, 1642. 1982. I was close. And the winner is Ryan Q. And as we'd like to say, Ryan, it's in the mail. Now, let me tell you, if you want to guess some of these trivia questions, just play the Disney Play app because that's where I've been getting a lot of them. Don't tell everybody how to cheat now. I just want to help. Here is a... We're going to increase your odds of winning. Okay. We're going to give you a true or false question. Fitty, fitty. You got a fitty, fitty shot. True or false, John? The Tri-Circle D Ranch at Walt Disney World was open before the Magic Kingdom opened. Epcot. No. If you know the answer, send it to Disney Parks Podcast at gmail.com. 
We just got done doing our live Patreon show. Uh, if you don't know what that means, we have uh, a group of people who love what we do, support what we do here on the Disney Parks Podcast, and you can do that if you want to join them at patreon.com slash Disney Parks Podcast. Uh, and one of the things we do is we do a live show every Monday that we record uh, the regular show here. We do a live show just for them. We have a private Facebook group. Uh, you can come in there and hang out with other Patreons, uh, chat with us. Uh, and you could watch shows on Monday, or you could watch the replay because it stays in there. Uh, we also offer exclusive free shows with no ads, exclusive video content, and lots of other really cool benefits and offers just for being a Patreon. So if you want to be like the cool kids here, you go to patreon.com slash Disney Parks Podcast, and you can be just as cool as James, Ernie, David, Dustin, Corey, Sam, Jennifer, Ross, Ron, Willie, Michael, Cat, Don, Mike, Katie, Eva, and other Katie. So mm-hmm. thank you guys very much. And uh, go over to patreon.com slash Disney Parks Podcast and sign up today. Nice. So, Tony... Yeah, something else you have to have. There's new haunted Mickey ear headbands coming to Disney Parks for Halloween. Yep. And if you're watching us live, I'm going to put some of these on the screen so you can see them. Uh, new Haunted Mansion and Halloween-inspired Mickey ear headbands are arriving at the Disney theme parks just in time for the spooktacular season. In fact, there are some spooky styles that have already begun to appear in some shops around the parks. Uh, those guests who don't like to wear a full costume while visiting the parks might find these ears to be the perfect way to add a little theme to their outfits for Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party at Walt Disney World or Mickey's Halloween Party at Disneyland. The Haunted Mansion attraction is the inspiration for those who love it. Uh, that you might have a hard time choosing which uh, is your favorite. Uh, the first set of ears uh, was inspired by the tightrope girl who could be seen in the stretching room. Next, the Haunted Mansion wallpaper ears, complete with a bow that's inspired by the iconic cast member costumes and last and certainly not least would be the Halloween season uh, with uh, excuse me uh, to celebrate the Halloween Halloween season uh, with our own lovable huggable Jack Skellington these gothic style ears complete the set with feathers and a veil yeah very nice that's great that's yeah. awesome I'm not uh, I'm not an ear type person they, they, I have to say, they are putting out a lot of yeah. ears. Yes, they are, and they're great. Yeah. Okay. Uh, hey, remember we told you about uh, Dreams Come True, fireworks is returning to Disneyland on September 7th? Um, I seem to remember that, okay. yes. Well, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, Disneyland updated their park hours and their entertainment schedule through September 14th, adding, remember, Dreams Come True, fireworks, on weekend nights beginning September 7th. So it looks like Together for, Forever will be going on, at least for now. Going away. Uh, going away. Yeah. It's about time. <laughs> Remember Dreams Come True, the Dreams popular fireworks true. from the 50th anniversary of Disneyland, is hosted by Julie Andrews Aww. and features music from around Disneyland Park. The show will be presented Friday, Saturdays, and Sunday nights until the holiday fireworks begin on November 9th. The exception will be nights when there's a Mickey's Halloween party, of course, on the weekend. Remember, Dreams Come True premiered on May 1st, 2005, 
and was last seen April 2018, just before Pixar Fest. Hmm. So apparently they've been recycling the show. <laughs> wow, it's crazy. It's like Disneyland, the yeah. smallest park, has multiple fireworks shows. And we can't get one. <laughs> we can't get a new one. Mm. All right. Uh, so this is going to be a very interesting story to follow over mm. the next several months. Uh, Disney is trying to reclaim the Star Wars rights from TNT, TBS, for their new streaming service. You know, when Walt Disney Company uh, launches their new direct-to-consumer streaming service, they're going to want the full roster of their most popular intellectual property at their disposal to entice viewers. And it seems like the Star Wars franchise, they might have themselves caught in a bit of a sticky wicket. According to Bloomberg sources, Disney has recently made an inquiry with Turner Broadcasting about the remaining regaining the rights to the Star Wars films. In 2016, the rights to broadcast these franchise films, both old and new on the cable network, including TNT and TBS, and online was sold to Turner for around $275 million. And the problem is, is that deal extends until 2024. Yikes. If Turner were to entertain the idea of selling Star Wars back to Disney, one of Bloomberg's Quote, people familiar with the matter says they would require compensation through financial considerations and programming to replace the lost films. The Star Wars franchise has become one of Disney's most profitable IPs. And when their streaming service launches in late 2019, they'll want full use of that content. Uh, it was also announced last year that the direct-to-consumer service will feature a live-action series set in a galaxy far, far away. And just recently, a renewed Star Wars The Clone Wars animated series was confirmed to return to the service. The practice of studios selling broadcast rights to cable providers once their films leave theaters is not uncommon. But as major media companies look to compete with the likes of Netflix by creating their own streaming services, deals like this will continue to become a problem. Disney already decided not to renew a deal with Netflix, which gave the digital content provider rights to new releases and expires at the end of this year. So, Solo will be on Netflix, mm. but the next Star Wars will not. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. What a tangled web we weave when we try to get some greed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, it's just, uh, hey, you, know, you sold it, now you want it back. Well, we want it back because when we sold it, we didn't think that We'd we, build would, it. we would want a streaming service. And then, yeah. dadgummit, we now want a streaming service. That's right. So we'll see. And Turner, by rights, not only are we going we to need money, we're also going to need something to fill those slots. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't know, know, 20th Century Fox movies? I don't know. Could be. All right. Hey, Disney Junior's Vampirina is coming to Disney Parks this fall. Have Have you seen pictures of this or seen the show? I've seen pictures of Vampirina. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Vampirina, the popular new character on the Disney Channel and Disney Junior, is making her way to Disney Parks this fall just in time for the Halloween season. I hear she sucks. Blood. Uh, 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 uh. 
V, as she is known to her friends in the new kid town, the show follows her as she tries to make new friends in the human world. The human world. <laughs> Featuring songs, heartfelt stories, and spooky fun as V learns to celebrate her uniqueness. Oh, there it is. Oh, boy. At the Disneyland Resort, Vampina. Vamp- Vampirina. Will make her first appearance at Disney's California Adventure, where she will meet her fans beginning September 7th. Or her fangs. Uh, uh, uh. She will also make her visit to Disneyland Park in the frightfully fun parade during Mickey's Halloween party, which begins September 19th. Sweet. In Walt Disney World, Vampirina will make the rounds as the Disney Junior Play and Dine Breakfast at Disney's uh, Hollywood and Vine at the studios beginning September 30th. <laughs> Later this year, Vampirina will join the cast of Disney Junior Dance Party at the California Adventure, plus join the fun as Disney Junior Dance Party replaces Disney Junior Live on stage at the Hollywood Studios. She will also be available to greet guests in the animation courtyard. Only at night. <laughs> Uh, premiere dates uh, for the update show will begin, have not been yet announced. I hope they don't have a lot of garlic in the food. <laughs> <laughs> this is crazy. I got, uh, uh, I got from the Hollywood uh, Disney Records, I got uh, some of the songs. They sent me some of From Vampirina? Yeah. Are they cute? No. It, no. Not for me. I live in the human world. It's, it's not my style. I just want to suck their blood. Yeah, not my style. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Well, hey, you know, it's cute. I think it's great. You know, if Disney can teach lessons to kids and make right. them feel better about themselves, then so be it. Yep. But, yep. yeah. All right. Uh, we want to make sure that you come find us over at Patreon. I'm sorry. At DisneyParksPodcast.com. Uh, and find our show archives as well as links to our sponsors like our, our main sponsor, which is dreamsbydesigntravel.com. Check those guys out. Make sure that you find us on Facebook at Disney Parks Podcast, Twitter, Disney Podcaster, and Instagram, and especially YouTube at Disney Parks Podcast. We've got some great content over at YouTube. We want to make sure you check that out. Uh, and we are also getting ready to do the second show. So if you're in the chat room, don't go anywhere. And other than that, is there anything else you want to add? I got nothing. Uh, if we don't see you online, we will see you in, in the parks. parks. The Disney Parks Podcast is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company. All Disney Parks, attractions, lands, shows, event names, etc. are registered trademarks of the Walt Disney Company. Like a boat out of the blue, fate steps in and sees you through.